this episode of Hawaii Creators, we're going to talk story with Shane Brown, a.k.a. Shanger Danger, about his lifelong obsession with making media. We're going to hear how he wanted to be a YouTube star from the start of YouTube, how he found his groove, and how you can burn yourself out editing and producing the perfect video that goes nowhere, only to have a video about an egg rack up 300 million views. We'll also get some straight talk about the challenges that he's faced and is facing right now and how he's committed to getting through it. Right. Well, hey, welcome to Hawaii Creators. We're having a blast over here. We are here with Shane Brown, aka Shane Changer. Changer Danger? Is it Changer Danger? Shane? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Changer Changer Danger. And of course, my co-host, my awesome, amazing co-host, Ryan Ozawa. Welcome everybody to Hawaii Creators. We're here to to talk to Shane and kind of hear what what he's doing and, and what and what he's all about. And really, uh, Ryan, what's our purpose over here? We're really here to help the Hawaii Creators. Uh, with great examples of kind of getting this incredible lifestyle going. Ryan, is there anything that you want to add about what we're all about before we, we talk to Shane? Well, I think you and I basically believe that we uh, are good examples of someone watching us and saying, well, if that counts as podcasting or video creating or creating, then I can do it, right? <laughs> we do it so yeah. well. We do it so well that everybody else can do it better than us and inspire. And I think our really what we really like to do is to have these conversations as a resource for other people, kind of creating an oral history of these uh, amazing, talented people, whether they're new or veterans or even legendary creators, um, and just kind of document this really interesting point in history where you can be yourself, and actually that is your living. Awesome. Well, hey, with, with, with that, that's a great intro. Let's let's talk to uh, Shane, Shane Brown. Shane, uh, thanks for coming. You know, tell everybody what kind of content that you're creating, what it is that you're doing, and what kind of gets you up in the morning to do what you do. Well, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I basically just make videos about like free diving, I guess. But then it's it's like hard to say it's videos about free diving because I just went on this trip and I met like professional free divers that are going like down hundreds of feet. And I was like, OK, wait, I don't do that. So I'm, I actually do like snorkeling videos, but then it doesn't sound as exciting. So <laughs> it's like I go find stuff and talk about it. And uh, so like if you're watching on screen right now, it's me finding fishing weights over on West side. And it's like, you could just go in front of a spot where you see fishermen casting lines and try not to piss them off, but find like hundreds of fishing weights that have been uh, snagged on the reef. And then it's, it's too much work for those guys to out, go out and, uh, and get them back. But for me, it's like, it's like treasure hunting or like when I was a kid and my mom would like throw like coins in the pool for me to go down and get, it was like that, but the big kid version. And uh, somehow I found a way to make videos out of it that people found entertaining. And uh, I love it. Well, I'm always interested in the people when they make that leap, right? I mean, sure, we like to share lives online, whether we like to cook or we like to go for a hike or we like to go diving. Um, but there's a there's a shift where it's like, that's not just what I'm doing to share my life with my friends, but this is really a calling. This is really uh, something that I, I I think is of value that other people might enjoy. When you say freediving, I was definitely imagining that you've sort of started from a degree of difficulty already. It's hard enough for me to do a video walking down the street without hitting a pole, right? Um, and here you are, hundreds of feet <laughs> underwater recording videos. So what what seized you that said, this is this is where I'm going? Even though you've now met some professional freedivers that gives you something to aspire to, but even you, change your danger today. You know, as, as Peter said, what gets you up in the morning and says, I'm going to hit this today? Oh, I, I don't know. I just, uh, 
enjoy doing it like it's it's like fun to go see what you're gonna see in the ocean and um something that's like special about it is you could go to the same place every day and never know what you're gonna see and uh i know you mentioned that i could be like oh go pull up this video but then i've made so many videos and they all have totally random titles and it's really hard to remember like oh in this video i found this but you could go on my channel and search like dolphin or monk seal or whale and there's videos of all that stuff like octopus and it just depends on the day you're gonna you could run into all of the above none of the above a tourist might do something really stupid and that's funny um it's just like anything can happen when you're out there and i love that randomness about it and that it's always unique and exciting um i feel similarly about surfing like you never know how the conditions are going to be and like that might be the day where you get barreled finally or like you get such a sick wave or something um and i do surf a lot and like i try to make videos of it but it's it's not uh not paying any bills the way that diving videos are um but i i think in general i just love the ocean so much and uh was called to just be in the ocean and and found a way to like make a living from it that's totally awesome you know i was um uh what was interesting to me is that as you were saying all this is that the I, I kind of got I got this feeling that your your videos and I, I watched through a few of them, but I, I didn't get the vibe that you just mentioned, which was there's this sense of like you're uncovering like a treasure. You you, you don't know kind of what's going to happen from day to day. There's there's sort of always a surprise. So I can see that as an attraction for your audience is like what what is Shane going to uncover? What kind of unpredictable thing is Shane yeah. going to uncover in this video? Yeah, you want to speak to that at all? uh yeah i i feel like that uh that must be a factor some some of it i'm like like videos will do well and i'm like i have no idea why this did so well other ones i'll try so hard on i'll be like this is like a trend right now i'm like hitting it at a really good time like i have like a funny spin on it and then it gets like no views and so it's really uh hard to say like what exactly is is bringing people in but i i think for certain it's it's that they are like you know because they're scrolling and then they'll see like the blue water and then hear my voice and i'm like so on today's dive or or whatever i started it with um and then uh and then they want to see what we're going to see or what's going to happen there who i'm out diving with that day um and and so yeah i i think that definitely helps keep it fresh because uh i'm sure i've made over a thousand shorts by now and so if they were all the exact same because to me it's like yeah i just went free diving a thousand times like how is that any different um but then it's it's been different enough each time that people keep watching i like what you said that you know you work really hard on a video and like nobody really resonates it doesn't res yeah. resonate with anyone yeah and you take a video you take a video in a parking lot on your way back to your car and for whatever reason 110,000 people are yeah. looking at that video like you never know what's going to pick up i think change your danger as a username also kind of adds that ooh what's going to happen today kind of yeah. angle to, to yeah. what you're doing but i did appreciate how you said you know you're trying different videos but some just didn't pay the bills the way that the diving um videos have like so tell me a little bit about that kind of experimentation i mean certainly you want to be able to do what you love and be able to feed and house yourself so yeah what were some yeah. of those ups and downs that you experienced before you yeah, landed so on diving? i i actually got into social media like um when youtube first came out like i was still in high school this is forever ago uh so oh, right. YouTube came out in, like 2006 or whatever 
Um, and I like heard about it a little bit, you know, and then by the time I was a senior, like my friend and I knew that you could make money on YouTube and we would joke about getting that YouTube money, but we had no idea what was in a good video, like absolutely no clue. Um, so like GoPro came out, I got a GoPro. I like started making like BMX videos with my GoPro. I was not very good at BMX. Like I enjoyed it. It was fun, but, uh, those definitely weren't getting any views. Um, and then, uh, like I was on swim team. So I'd like go do like ocean things. Like I was always into the ocean, but it just for some reason didn't put it together. Like, Oh, I should go be in the ocean and do ocean things. I also lived like, uh, like 30 to 40 minutes from the beach in San Diego where I grew up, uh, which now like I drive an hour to go to the West side every time I want to dive. So I should have just uh, been grateful to live so close back then. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I think I always had this kind of idea to do social media and to make videos. And uh, so like from uploading random YouTube videos back then that were terrible, and then I did like the Harlem Shake that went viral whenever that was in like 2012 or something. Um, right, so that was right. my first viral video uh, that got like like 7 million views like right away. I couldn't believe it and couldn't monetize it either. So one day it showed me the monetization like as a glitch. It was like $3,000 and I was like, I could have made three grand. Like I never thought of having that much money back then. Um, wow and that's that's funny that 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 harlem video is still i think one of your if not the the most popular video 6.7 million views that's a, insane. a long form yeah yeah so uh and then the, whoever came out with that song they're raking it in because they made so much money because they get to claim all of the revenue off of all of those videos um but i i just oh, caught that glimpse of it and so it was like always in my mind and i'd like gone into photography a little bit then so was like doing photography and then like started to play with Instagram and then eventually moved here to go to school. And so I was going to UH and met people that were just like out doing stuff and it was fun. And then they like had cameras and they were like taking videos. And then one of them had like glasses, like sunglasses that he was supposed to take a video for. And then I was like, dude, did you get free sunglasses for doing that video? And he was like, they actually paid me like 200 bucks. And I was like, <laughs> and then really like what he made was like a video that was worth like easily 10 grand with like how many people were there, how beautiful the lighting was. Like he definitely could have budgeted this out to like a big company and it would have cost us so much for the amount of video production that we did, but he made like a couple hundred from it. And from that, I was like, you can make a couple hundred dollars on social media. Are you kidding me? And then I was like, it's on. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to do everything I can to, like do social media and make money and stuff. So I started messaging every single company that he worked with. Cause I was like, well, if they're working people, they might, they might work with me. And, uh, and, and they were all telling him and he hated me because I was doing this, but I was like, dude, I gotta start somewhere. I don't know. I don't like, like my parents are like engineer and teacher. Like they don't do anything with like media or creativity or anything. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I just uh, had to figure it out and and would like use my friends as resources and and all that stuff and uh, like did okay with Instagram. Like I was able to like break even and then finally when like TikTok and like the idea of short form content and like making a story uh, that was like quick and digestible, but then meaningful and funny and entertaining all in that short amount of time. That's when it like finally clicked for me um, and 
And then now what you're seeing is a product of it, which is like that I am just like, okay, I just make a short every single day. And uh, like, that's just what I do is make shorts every day. That's so awesome. Hey, you know, I've been, so th that's awesome. Uh, that's fabulous. You know, uh, to key in on that thing that you, you mentioned earlier, here's what I would like to know. I would like to know what, you, what do you do? What kind of a mental state do you put yourself in? especially in the early days when you were getting started a mental state mm -hmm. to put yourself in to 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 deal with those situations like you said where like you spend like gobs of production time you spend hours and hours and hours to produce what you think is like the best video you've ever done and then you put it out there and it just doesn't even register compared to other stuff that you just kind of randomly throughout that that's doing like amazingly well how do you what do you do to get yourself through that mental sort of letdown, like, oh shit, man, now I gotta, you know, I'm not gonna do this again, or I am, or I'm not, or this is not for me, or this is for me, or what the hell, and all that, you know, what do yeah. you do to keep your, to keep driving? What's your advice for guys who are, you know, uh, guys and girls, people who are, you know, kind of a little bit on the disappointed, ragged edge, they're, ah, man, I don't know if I really wanna do this, whatever. What, how do you respond to that? So I, I think it, it definitely takes a lot of heart to like, just keep going at it because you, it doesn't matter how slow it's going or whatever. Like if you want it, you have to keep doing it. Also, if you're really bad at it, there's a certain point where you have to realize, like I could go have a normal job and make a lot more money with the amount of time that I'm spending on this. It's, it's not for everyone, but if, if you feel like it is for you and if you feel like you are doing some great videos that are doing well and some of the ones you aren't that you're like working hard on but they're not doing well it's like you have to put your heart into it while you make it but then as soon as you post it you have to be like i'm setting it free and it has to do what it's going to do um because like uh britney and i have like gone and done videos where like especially trends like trends for me are so difficult and we did this one uh where it was so hard to film it because i wanted to do it underwater and require this very special camera move and she's like decent at swimming, but not like can swim in any direction while holding a camera. And so I was like, yeah. we weren't hitting it just right. And I was like watching the playback and I was like, no, we got to do it again. We're like out at Waimea on a beautiful day, like screaming at each other because we're having such a hard time getting this video right. And then I finally get one that's like good enough, go and post it, gets like 10,000 views compared to like millions on my other videos. And I was just like, wow, that was a massive waste of time and effort. <laughs> um, and, and it's like, if you let that get you down, like that you spent the day like doing something and it didn't work out, like then I think you just can't, like you have to be able to just like let it go and have it be bad and, and like, that's okay. And uh, like for anyone that's wondering, like, uh, like, you know, if it's, if it's good, if it's difficult and then you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't keep going or whatever. Like you're, you're like doubting yourself like that. Uh, my views on YouTube right now are down like 80% uh, per Whoa. time. Like, so my, my monthly views are down like 80%, not even from my peak, just from like a six months average, they're wow. down 80%. So I'm like getting crushed on YouTube right now. Um, and I'm still posting a unique short every single day um, and still doing my videos. And so I'm like, now I'm in this place where I'm like, I got to crack the code again because like I got to figure out something different to do because for me, it's like I for so long would be on everyone's homepage that was interested at all in the ocean. They would always have to see my videos. Like my brother would text me and be like, 
five more people just told me that they saw me on their YouTube homepage because <laughs> it was your video. And, uh, and, and he's not even in that many of my videos. So I was like very present on everyone's YouTube shorts. And then uh, I think because of that, they've become fatigued and are like, okay, we've seen his videos enough. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to watch it anymore. And so I have to like crack it again and find something new, but also not give up my morals. Like I have to like keep it where I'm like not using some of these plastics for any of the stuff that I do, unless it's like trash that I find. Um, I have to like keep it like, like ocean friendly, uh, planet friendly. It's gotta be like something that to me is like supportive of, of like local people here. Like, cause I don't want to make a video that's at the expense of locals. Like I'm not going to go make a video that's like, here's a guide on how to get to this place or do this thing or like tourist type content. Um, and so it's like, I have this very narrow path that I can be on, but also I have to find a way to do something new on that path, um, to get people interested again. That really resonates That's with me. Like, you don't, you know, you don't want, you could be like, here's the secret beach nobody wants you to find, yeah. but that goes against yeah. your, your, and I have noticed the environmental angle to a lot of your content, content which I admire a great deal. Um, I, I have two, you know, I did want to talk to you a little bit, ask you a little bit about working with Brit, Brittany and, you know, that kind of collaboration. Certainly I did a podcast with my wife and even though when you're on the air or you're putting out the recording and everything's all hunky-dory, it wasn't always the smoothest uh, partnership. You know, it does, it makes you learn a lot more about how your, you and your partner work and all of that. But yeah. what really struck me more was when you talked about wanting to be on YouTube early days. You know, Ryan Higa here in Hawaii was one of the earliest uh, YouTube stars. He, I think, you know, in this first year of YouTube was number one or number two from, from Hilo yeah. at his high school. That's crazy. Um, it's crazy. But it's something that you've always wanted to do. And now you're saying, you know, whether or not, even though you're down 80%, you're going to still do it. You're going to grind. You're going to do a video every day. Um, what percent of your success do you think is your storytelling talent, your video editing talent, the things that you, you know, that you might consider your artistry? And how much do you think is it just that gumption, that dedication, that stubbornness that you are yeah. going to keep going no matter what? Yeah, yeah. great question. Uh, so I, I think, like, because I was doing Instagram stuff before, and a, a lot of what was popular on Instagram, like 2015 to 2017, I would say, is like montages where you're doing this like crazy intense editing like getting like hundreds of clips all put together like fast transitions all this stuff like working on not just premiere pro but also after effects to do all these insane edits so that people are watching and like oh my god like he did a flip and then a transition and then he's underwater and then now he's on a ridge like uh and so from that like when i'm just cutting clips together of stuff that i found like from a single camera of one day it's like that part's so easy. So um, the editing, like, I feel like I have the the basic building blocks done to a point where, like, I don't have to be a great editor. But then because I was doing all this editing, then that part's like, I don't have to think about it, you know. Um, and then uh, it's it's probably like a balance of the storytelling and the the uh, stubbornness because. I, I would say for certain, like what made me break out was that I was telling really interesting stories. And uh, like I, for a little bit, like, cause I was getting all these comments like really early on on TikTok, they were like, oh, this is triggering my thalassophobia. I was like, what is thalassophobia? I have to look it up. It's like the irrational fear of the ocean or like the deep ocean or something like that. And so I see these comments and then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna tap in on this thing that I'm seeing in my comment section. 
is also something that you should do as a creator. If you see a trend in your comments, you should be reacting to that, to those comments um, with like a video that, that isn't just like a direct reply, but then embodies it and then responds to it in a way that the viewers are going to be like, uh, uh, where they're going to like it. Um, but yeah, so, so I see this fear of the ocean thing. I'm like, oh, I'm going to make a horror video about the ocean. And then it was just like a random day. I went spearfishing uh, on a friend's boat. And uh, I'm I'm like messing around while we're like putting our wetsuits on. I like do this video where I just like sink and put my put my hand up towards, towards the camera. And I'm like, ooh, like something like that. Um, or, or wait, it was my POV. So it was like. You see the boat just sort of receding. Anyways, <laughs> your 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 POV your POV is going around and, and you're you're creating yeah, this, so, this so it's my POV situation. of me like sinking into the darkness and then I tell this story that's like you went out on a boat with your friends and then before you knew it you saw nobody nearby you then you saw a tiger shark lurking in the distance then all of a sudden complete darkness and then that was like 19 million views in like two days uh wow yeah, when wow. when i wasn't even getting like i mean i was getting like pretty consistently like over a million views on my videos but then 19 million and then like i did it in three parts so it was like 19 million 15 million and then 13 million or something like that um and then uh it got like a feature in time magazine on like a, a digital article where they were talking about uh, creators on TikTok that were making horror content. Wow! And and I like checked everyone's videos, and mine had the most views. And so I was like, okay, like, what am I a horror storyteller now? Like, <laughs> like, and had never thought of anything like that. But then that's when I was like, okay, telling the story is so important. And I mean, I always knew like like because you watch stuff about creating content, and it's just like and filmmaking and that kind of stuff in general, like there needs to be a story. Like there needs to be an intro. There needs to be uh, the conflict, the climax, and then like the conclusion. And uh, so you wouldn't think that all that stuff is in a great shorts video because it's only 45 seconds. But I mean, I'm sure even on Vine, there was stories being told with a conflict and a climax that were only lasting six and a half seconds. Vine. Wow. Okay. So I've got some big, I, I, I've got some big takeaways from that, from what that, that, that sharing that I mean, just want to kind of repeat just for my own benefit. Yeah. One that really stuck out to me is that you were responsive to a comment. You took a comment from, from a subscriber and, uh, or a viewer and got that as sort of an inspiration for an idea. The big takeaway from that one was you're listening to your audience and you're letting your audience in certain degrees guide you as to what you ought to do, or certainly at the very, very least inspire you, inspire right. you, right? You're letting, right. which is, which is huge because to me, when you do that, it also kind of, it, it, it kind of encourages more of your, your viewers, your audience to kind of interact with you more. So it's, it's sort of like this self, uh, this sort of increase, uh, this, uh, uh feedback loop that increases yeah. as it goes on. That's one big, big, big takeaway. And then two is make a story, even though, I mean, regardless of what you're going to do, you know, turn it into a story. And, yeah. and those two things are kind of like some big takeaways, but the big one, the story thing we hear from everybody's like, it's got to be a story. And I, you know, I, I forget that and I remember it and I forget it and, and I remember it. But the, but the other big one is I know, that, maybe, maybe that's what I need to remember right now. When I, <laughs> when I go and do another dive is make it a story again. Cause maybe like, and, and you have to reflect like this because it's like, I'm down 80%. Like I can't lie to myself and say my videos are doing fine when they're not getting millions of views anymore. They're getting tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands. And to me, like, I hate it. Like I, 
I like look at my views every day and I'm like, this sucks. That's like, gonna be crazy. I hate this feeling. That's gonna be crazy. And uh and and so honestly, I, I was hoping like my I wanted my takeaway from this talk to be so that I could talk about what I'm going through and then hopefully hear what you guys say and then think about myself and what I'm doing and then see how I can grow again and, and make myself better again. Just just like if you're watching this and you're just starting as a creator, it's it's your first time to grow. And for me, it's my my fifth or my tenth time or whatever to to grow and and adapt and and find a new way to get viewers. I think that's a, that's important to point out too because you mentioned Vine. Like there was this brief window of time where six second videos were the future, right? And then yeah. Facebook, 2017 or 2016, Facebook said, "Let's all make long form video content, and it'll be the future." And entire corporations shifted their publications into video publications before it all fell down and as a house of cards, yeah. and they had to fire everybody. You know, you go to uh, TikTok now threatening YouTube, and then you have other platforms coming in and coming out with different gimmicks. Is it a story? Is it a short? Is it a, you know? It's it's dizzying to keep up with all of these things. So on one hand, I, I admire that you are trying it all to see what sticks. But I do, you know, also admire that you know what you do well. And you said, boy, instead of doing those montage edits or instead of having doing a long form video, like 90 seconds is great. I can do a full story and engage people and get to a conclusion in 90 seconds. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before so, I forget, Peter, you said uh, like like being interactive with your comments like how i was saying but i think there's this uh fine line to walk with that uh like there's this seinfeld quote where uh everyone's bothering jerry uh sorry it's, it's jerry seinfeld not his character um so so everyone's bothering him like oh all the fans want a seinfeld 2 or something after the last episode or whatever and then he was like well if I like listen to them, then why do I have the writers? Why don't I just let the fans write the show? And I always think about that too, where I'm not going to like put a poll on any of my social media ever and say, what type of content you guys want to see? Because if I ask them and they tell me they're going to end up not watching it, it's, just, it's the weirdest thing, but it, it's like proof of what he's saying, where you can't ask them what they want and then give it to them. You have to show them what they want and then they have to want it. And so um, it's like you have to figure out before they know what they want, what they're going to want, and then show it to them. And then they're going to, and then they won't know that they wanted it, but then they'll watch it. And like, <laughs> That's what I've been looking for. I think That's for me, it would be, I, I would, yeah, I would want what Shane wants. I'm watching Shane because I like what Shane shares. So if you yeah. ask me what you want and I said, oh, you should do a baking show, like that's not that, <laughs> no, I, I'm totally in love with what Shane's vision, his voice, yeah. uh, you know, that's what I want. So, so, so Shane, yeah. uh, I, I really want to, yeah, I, I really wanted to get to a point where, where you get some serious, tangible benefit out of this con conversation as much as, as, as we have been. So here's one for you. So it's really cool that you've, okay, you've cycled through this five times. You've been through five ups and downs, and this is just the other one that you're going to have to cycle through. Uh, and that's that. And, and you've been there, done that. So, so tell me, so here's what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to, to, to share with a, with two kinds of people right now. A first timer who's just getting started, and and a a past self of Shane, sort of speaking to yourself. Come at yourself. Talk to yourself in the past when you were just starting or going through a big dip where you had lost eighty percent of your traffic on whatever previous platform, and that disappointed Shane who was like you know kind of slogging through. That disappointed person who's kind of slogging through, who you know uh, whose whose traffic is down as well. What do you tell that person, knowing everything that you know now? You've been through this five times, so you know what to do, dude. 
What's the advice? So new person, uh, I, I think you have to initially be good at something or just be really good looking and then just do that. And then if you're a normal person like us, um, then you need to like figure out what you're really good at. So for me, it was just being in the ocean, not even specifically snorkeling because I have had surf videos do millions of views. So um, I, I feel like I am a professional be in the ocean it's like the barbie ken quote it's like I my job is, beach. My, job is ocean. my job is literally beach and ocean um and so like and i was doing that way before like in california they couldn't take me out of the water until i had hypothermia like uh like and that was like when i was a super little kid and then here like just wanted to be in the water all day every day it's all i did while i went to school like i was studying mechanical engineering definitely barely passed because i was at the beach every day um and it's like you have to figure out what you're really good at first and and then find a unique way to show what you're really good at um so to, and i do like consultation calls for for people that are trying to figure out how they want to do this and one example oh. that i always show people is um the the beekeeper girl uh it's like this girl in texas i, I mean she's a woman um but she makes these videos about uh, like beekeeping and it's just like really simple, shows the bees and like moving them. She's like not wearing any protective clothing, just regular clothes. And uh, and then has this amazing voice with like these really like, she has like these really long S's and for some reason people really like to hear that. Um, ASMR, man. And, yeah so it's some type of like a mix of like asmr talking and then also like really great content because she's so good at what she's doing because she's so good at beekeeping um and and so for someone out there like try to think of something more than like cooking or eating or like uh like fitness you know those things could be you could you could break out with that in 2012 or something but now it's like you have to be good at something that's so niche and uh and and like so i did a consultation for a guy here that's a painter and has like a painting business he painted our house and um i was like showing him all these painters that i found on tiktok you wouldn't think but there's people making content about painting on tiktok but there are and it was hilarious i found this guy that was so funny and he had it was like my videos like he had all these innuendos about the paint and was doing asmr with it and i was like this is the guy like just copy this guy and and you will get views like because there's only one guy doing it. There's only one person. Like, if there was only one person doing ocean videos, it would be so easy for me. <laughs> like, and and that's been what's part of the challenge. That now, like, everyone saw me doing it, and it, and it's been like this before. Like when I was doing Instagram photography, like I remember I was one of the very fir few first few people that like had a, a water housing and was like taking like not just like surf uh, editorial photos and and like surf advertisement photos. Like I was like going out and diving with it and taking our really beautiful like free diving pictures where we're like five feet underwater. Cause that's where the best lighting is. Um, and posting that on Instagram and like that was going like kind of viral, but not like super viral. Um, and, uh, so that was back then. And then now of course everyone and their mom has a water housing and is like going out and taking photos underwater and stuff. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm slowly transitioning into me talking to myself about, uh, how I can, uh, like re-pop out like what you were saying in the in the prompt for this question um and 
So I was doing really well on TikTok at first, but always knew TikTok is temporary. So I'll be driving traffic to YouTube because YouTube is like the pinnacle. We all know that YouTube will be here for a long time. It will probably be here for our entire lives. Um, and so I always knew to drive traffic to YouTube. And then at a certain point, my TikTok just started to not do so well. I was getting banned a lot for, uh, it would say like sexual content in my videos is obviously just women in bikinis are not allowed on the internet in certain circumstances, which is really annoying. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I was getting banned a lot for reasons that I felt like I shouldn't have been. Cause I, I, there was no, like, I don't know. I don't want to describe it just in case they would make the show be too graphic, but basically like I was getting uh, flagged when I shouldn't have been. And then, uh, so I made it really hard to post there because I literally couldn't, I was banned. Like right. I would be banned for like a month at a time. And it would also kill my views. I'd get like uh, blacklisted or whatever, um, where, where they don't show your videos. And people shadow banned. Yeah, shadow banned. And so then I was like, well, YouTube just came out with shorts and uh, they said there's something called a creator fund over there. Like I'll just start posting there a little bit. Like just my TikToks, like don't have to put any more effort into it. Just upload on both platforms. And then uh, I had this video with an egg go giga viral. Um, oh, yeah. And, this may be the one to to show the viewers um i i wonder if you can just i saw that you you basically at at a certain pressure under the ocean when you crack an egg it just sort of sits oh, there no, it's <laughs> meaningless it could be in six inches of water oh um, okay i have no idea i'm not a water person yeah, there it is yeah. yeah so you're showing it on uh, is this the one you just got it up let me, let me see i'm sorry is this the one over. yeah 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 so that has, uh, and I always have to check, it has 363 million views right now. Holy Shoot. cow. It's, so it's one of the most most viewed shorts ever on uh, on YouTube. And uh, I had this idea for so long, and it's it was because someone else did this underwater. So it wasn't like I was the first person to ever crack an egg underwater. I was just the first person to tell a funny story while I was cracking the egg underwater. Yeah. Um, and so... So yeah, I, I did this and uh, it was actually really difficult to film because that's like 40 feet deep. So um, like I'd have to be holding my breath and like trying to do all this stuff and like thinking about all this stuff like while I'm doing everything. And uh, so yeah, the fish eats the egg. And, and I don't even know what part of this was the most funny to people. It's just the original <laughs> idea of cracking the egg underwater, like the way that the fish came and ate it. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what about that did so well, but the, the main thing was, was that that like went insane on my channel. Um, and I was like, okay, like I can do really well on YouTube shorts now. And then it was like, I forgot about TikTok. YouTube shorts was like all I was doing. Uh, and so now uh, it's like, how do I go from YouTube shorts to the next thing? And then I'm like, what is that next thing? And uh, so I've become so desperate. I'm even posting on Instagram again, which I stopped so long ago because <laughs> I hated it to begin with. Like my, my videos were doing so bad from having done so well before. And then I was getting beat by people that were like in comment pods and like all this other like stuff that I thought was cheating. And uh. so I like just hated Instagram. And, uh, and then now I'm like, I'm like, why do my short videos not do well on reels when the stuff that I see on reels is so stupid. Uh, and, uh, yeah. and, and it's, hey, so, it's so, so strange. So, so, so let me ask you then, um, and, and we're kind of going over. So if we need to yeah. go, let's, let's, let's wrap it up. I got, I got, uh, I want to ask you this. Is it possible for, for, from, I'm, I'm hearing what you said earlier and I'm kind of trying to tie it all together. Is it possible that, that you've, 
it seems to me that the the fundamental question about what what you said that really struck me was like you got to do that thing that you're like the only person on earth who who does what that yeah. who, who is that and yeah. it kind of almost sounds that sounds to me that that's an important component that i think you need to kind of re-ask yourself again i'm not because i'm not you tell me you tell me is is shane doing the thing that like only shane does is he like right. the, the world's right. only guy you know what i mean well, I, and, and i don't know you know that Here's here's where it circles back to putting a bunch of production into something you think it's going to do well and then it, it doesn't is like uh, so the egg video did so well and then I'm like okay all in on eggs so I make <laughs> another egg videos obviously like if you have a viral video and you don't make 10 other videos that are just like that video you are blowing it so hard like as wow. soon as you have one viral video you Good need advice. to make a bunch that are just like it because who cares and and like a perfect example of this is i've uploaded the same video to youtube twice i re-upload all my videos all the time why not um and two of them have like i don't i don't remember if it's over 100 million or 50 million or something two of them have like 50 million views each the same video with the same thumbnail and they're just back to back on my list of top videos and so it's like That's crazy why not like, like <laughs> so for long form totally different like you couldn't you couldn't be pewdiepie and re-upload the same old video people are going to call you out people are going to say blah 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 there's a re-upload get angry whatever articles that kind of stuff nobody cares about shorts like nobody ever asked me like some people in the comments will be like this is a repeat but also reaching like a hundred thousand other people that never saw it before so, right right that's um, great so uh Rick, what was the question again the, the what's the thing is, what's the it, next thing that shane that only shane will do oh yeah yeah so <laughs> so as, yeah, as yeah. i entered my uh like my downward spiral that i'm in right now because i knew right away like i could tell i was losing a lot and uh and i needed to figure out like what to do different so i have a contact at youtube and i messaged him like hey is there something like that i'm getting shadow banned for like is it like because i have a, a link in my bio that's not supposed to be there or is it like a certain way that my content is getting policed by the algorithm, something like that, because I would like to know if it's something like that so that I can change it or if it's literally just that my videos are becoming less interesting to people. And then give me like the worst advice ever, which was like stuff that I already knew, but I was just like, okay, fine. So he was like, your egg video did really well. Have you tried doing more egg videos? And, uh, <laughs> and it's like, oh, like I, I didn't get here by being a dumbass and being horrible. Um, and so, but then I was like, okay, yes, like I need to do more experiments and I need to like, like think of like, what's the experiment underwater. And, and it really does play to all my strengths. Cause I, I did like get a degree in mechanical engineering at UH. Right, so right. I do know a lot about like the properties of like pressure and uh, just like the way materials interact with each other and that kind of thing. And so like one, like moderately successful video that I did was I tried to use like a six foot snorkel. And you would think like, why not? Like, why can't you suck air through a really long snorkel? And it is impossible. Like I thought I had strong lungs and then I went six inches underwater with this thing and I could not breathe. It was insane. Wow. And it was like a lot of production to make this video. Like I had to, um, I'll, I'll just say it. I think people either know or they won't. I had to hike all the way down to Allen Davis with not only that, but then also this like uh, contraption that's meant for that is like snuba where it has this pump and then you use a hose down so the pump makes it actually work um but just the the long snorkel it doesn't um so i made this video where i did all this work on it like tried so hard and like the short did okay but then i've also had shorts do better where we literally just go do nothing and 
talk about <laughs> random stuff that I saw. And so it's like, like I'm in this mixed spot where I'm like, why do I try? And also like banging my head on the desk, like what's the next science experiment that I could do underwater? And I even like text my brother, who's an engineer at Tesla, like, like what's an underwater experiment that I could do? And then he's like, take a bottle underwater. And I'm like, I've done it. And then he's like, egg in a bubble ring. And I'm like, done it. <laughs> like, and so it's like, ah, what's the thing that I do? And like, like the egg was so good. There's gotta be another egg thing. And I, and I have this idea and like, like the egg video was in my, I was in my head for so long. And I was just like, yeah, I'll do it when I remember to bring an egg. Um, and then, so I've had this idea for a, a while, like eating a pizza underwater, like just go sit at the bottom and then eat pizza and then be like, this is what pizza's like underwater. But then very salty. Will that do well? I have no idea. Like, I think it would taste great. Like it, it's taking care of drinking the water and putting salt on it at the same time. It can't be that bad. Um, but it's like, uh, it's like in my head, I'm just, there's no way that's interesting, but then maybe it will be, I don't know. Well, Shane, I mean, we're going to be, I am already now just from this conversation hooked on what you're doing. I will watch to see what the next experiment is, what the next unique thing that you're doing is. I mean, what you're talking about kind of reminds me of like, will it blend or the, or the, yeah. the hydraulic press videos? Like, let's just put something into something and see what happens. Oh, that was interesting. Let's put a bicycle in. Oh, let's put a, <laughs> yeah. yeah. so who knows? I mean, of course you have your environmental concerns, so you probably won't be doing everything underwater, but yeah, uh, I'll do what I, I can. Yeah, I think that's that's absolutely amazing. All right, I think we need to wrap this this up. We we gone to to forty minutes. Shane, look, uh, uh, what final? Uh, you have any final uh, uh, plugs? Final pros? Final? Where can we find you? What would you like? What? How would you like to close? Uh, Shane, uh, how would you like to close yeah. this off? Please watch my YouTube channel. I need the help. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your friends. Um, like, yeah, comment, so if you have if you have a friend, send them my YouTube channel. Especially if you know like uh, two point seven million people to send it to. I'm so close to that plaque, <laughs> the, uh, the diamond plaque. You oh, can see some is? of my plaques. Yeah, so these are that's awesome. Pla yeah, uh, those that's are awesome. Mine, Brittany's, and then our vlog channel, and then uh, we have two gold plaques up there. I, Brittany just got hers on her channel for one million subs, and, uh, wow. and all from all from shorts. Like shorts just give you so many subs, but you don't get as much revenue as long form. So, um, but yeah, so she put hers on top of mine as a way to uh, <laughs> motivate me to get my diamond one. So if I want to display a plaque, I have to have the diamond one. There you go. All like, like, you. share, and subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe, and we'll we'll make sure yeah. that we, we publish links to all, all, all your work and your, uh, your 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 website. Uh, I, hey, look, I think that's that's about that's about it. Ryan, is there anything you want to close with over here? This has been fantastic, and I, you know, I I think Shane, I just want to kind of say, I think I really appreciate you sharing uh, the part. That, you know, it's not all glitter and it's not all gold and and, and glitter, and I think that's a reality that all creators have to face, internalize, deal with and get on with. And so I know you're yeah. going to be successful on your next up. And I'm just kind of, I can't wait to hear what that story is going to be. So that's, yeah. that's Thank my you. sense. Thank yeah, you. Ryan, how about you? I'll, I'll ditto that too. I, I think that um, just watching this video makes me want to find my special thing and it's probably not going underwater, but you know, um, again, I think the, the real objective is to document your journey. And um, maybe if we have this conversation in another year and you've got your your diamond plaque and and who knows what you're going to be doing underwater at that point yeah. i think it'll be yeah. very uh, instructive so thank you so much shane for for taking yeah. the time and sharing even numbers like some people are really care careful about their numbers i really appreciate you just saying yeah this is the this is the number we're gaming for i mean that's what yeah. people want to know thank yeah. you yeah yeah thanks for having all me. right man
and thank you for listening and watching Hawaii Creators. The vision of Hawaii Creators is to document the talent and passion of Hawaii media makers of all shapes and sizes, new creators, veteran creators, legendary creators. Ultimately, we want to build a library of insightful and entertaining conversations. We'll be publishing these shows on YouTube, Facebook, and all the major podcast platforms, so hopefully you'll follow new episodes wherever you like to hang out. If you are a creator or know someone we should know about, drop us a line or message us on the socials. Hawaii Creators is a production of Hawaii Hui LLC, and Hawaii Creators is produced under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. What this means is that anyone is free to share, adapt, or remix this show for any purpose, even commercially. Just follow the license requirements, including an attribution in your derivative work and a link to our website at HawaiiCreators.com. I'm Ryan Ozawa, and on behalf of my co-host Peter Kay, until next time, a hui ho.